Meltzer. This is One Blunt Woman with Wanda Mates. Welcome to One Blunt Woman. I am Wanda Means. I am your host. I am the author of my blog, JesusDivorceAndOver40.com. And this is my ninth episode. So that means I've had nine lives, Kevin. Welcome. Yeah, what are you going to do for big number 10? Got something special planned? (laughs) I don't know, because today's going to be a whopper. I don't know if I can top today, but I'm planning on it. So... Uh, in the studio today, I'm uh, being interviewed by the Dallas Observer, and Caroline North is here. You can say hello. Hi, thank you for having me today. Thank you for um, doing an interview. I'm so glad I could make the left paper of Dallas. <laughs> We're happy to have you. <laughs> the non-conservative. Shocking, right? Anyway, yeah, right. Um, we are a little, a little out there. They are a little out there. Hold on. I the writing is good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, your mic was going to fall off. Sorry about that. Okay, so... The first segment of my show is always just me and my mouth, and I'm going to be talking about certain. Uh, I'm going to be talking about um, my father who is sick in the hospital, and the step monster he was married to for years. Right. I'm not going to give her a lot of credit though. And then in my dating stories, I'm going to talk about my trip to the my field trip to the condom scent store. My I'll, personal favorite's always story time with one. Yeah, story time and getting busted at DFW. <laughs> That's a proud moment. Uh, I can't wait to hear that God. one. God. And then I'm going to talk about the eight different kinds of orgasms. Although there's up to 20, but I'm just going to talk about eight that I've researched. Yeah, I think for men, there's just one kind. There is when I did my research. <laughs> it's, <laughs> everything about men was understanding it, enhancing it, fascinated facts about it, ways to make it better. Well, it what is means... It? Well, it's the orgasm. Okay. But it just means one. You know, women, it's them. There's so many different ways for women. But for men, you know, it's just it. There's just one. There's just that one, I mean, yeah. you can stick it in any hole and you're fine. But Pretty much, yeah. it's just one. But women, we, we have erogenous zones all over our bodies. It, it fascinates me how easy it is for a woman to make a, a guy orgasm. It's just not the same way. It, for, the, it, we will get into this, and I'm probably going to start that in my second segment because this is a really long segment because the women, the woman's anatomy is so That's um, like a Rubik's cube. complex. Yes, but so, I mean, some guys can solve a Rubik's cube in 15 seconds. Good point. Blind. <laughs> it is solvable Although those guys that do that I don't see them solving women I just I don't know Something about those guys Doesn't make me think they can But Yeah I agree Okay so we're going off But Just Me in My Mouth Is my first segment And I Got a call from my brother Who was in the show Last week And I loved Loved Embarrassing him Oh he was blushing Oh he was Yeah And he was so fun So he calls me And he says Wanda, dad's not doing well. He's had cancer, blah, blah, blah. And I do not have a relationship with my father. So, um, because I've never lived with him. He left in 1970, whatever. You know, he left my mother and apparently felt the need to left his children too. So, whatever. He remarried this woman whom I cannot stand. And so, Mike is telling me that she, that he won't talk to me because I called her a fucking whore. You know, I... It happens. It, it just, does. It just slipped out. I mean, and I and he and he won't talk to me till I apologize. So I'm apologizing on the air for calling my step monster a fucking whore because whores are paid and she wasn't paid. So I was clearly wrong. I'm very impressed. I'm surprised you you apologize. I am. I figured you would say no. I'm not gonna do that. She's not a whore. She's a controlling cunt. Okay, oh. well that's better. Oh, did I just, <laughs> did I just say that? You want to go ahead and apologize for that one now, or do we wait till next week? <laughs> I know. My entire life. I mean, I mean, I don't have a relationship with him because of her. You know, fuck 
her. Fuck you if you're listening. There, I said it. So, anyway. It's a good thing we're not censored. It's a good thing we're not censored. So, I think, because I'm going to tell you, my friend Tammy is wrote a book called My Bonus Mom. And she had this, that was her stepmother. And she had a great relationship with her mother, father, stepmother, stepfather. And she talked about, it's... It's okay to be a good stepmother. You're not, I mean, you're, you're a bonus mom, which I think is awesome because the thought of me, I mean, it's possible that I could become a stepmother because I'm divorced. Right, of course. Unless I remarry my ex-husband. Sure. Um, and I marry somebody else. And I don't date men who don't have children. So. Really? I don't date men who don't have children. That's a rule of yours? It's hmm. a rule of mine. Okay. I mean, I'll sleep with them, but I won't date them. Right. Because I... No, because makes sense. I don't think they understand. And I think men are ultimately selfish until they have children. So, you know, and and everyone changes when they have children. Or they're supposed to. Yep, I'm still a selfish, selfish douche. Right, but, you know, so eventually, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to date you. I might fuck you. I'm just kidding. I won't. I just... I'm kidding. We'll Tell your sweet girlfriend I do not want to sleep with you. I will I will let her know. Not that you're not sleepable with. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Okay, yeah, Thanks. I'm just throwing that out there. Anyway, so it's a real possibility that I could be a stepmother. Sure. So, and she wrote this book, and it's a sweet book. Talks about, you know, how good you can be as a bonus mother. And But my stepmonster was all about her and her children. And my brothers, they lived with them, and they got the brunt of the blow. And, you know, it, it wasn't good. And to this day, even with my own children, she still, she controls my father like a master puppeteer. Yeah. And he's going to be gone. You know, he may not make it through the surgery on Monday. Right. He might be gone. And who the fuck is she going to control then? That's a good question. But good news. She's going to want to shift uh, attention over to somebody else. I will have to deal with that woman again forever. So you'll suffer all ties there. Oh, well, I've severed ties before. I don't even talk to her when I see her. Right. She, she's just, I, I just, for me, any woman that would let her husband abandon his children, I mean, if a man I were to date were to be like, oh, you're more important than my children, I'd be like, have a nice life. No, I am not more important than your children. Okay, your children are the most important thing. And and as crazy as I am, and I talk about sex and being the sex crazed woman, I'm a very conservative mother. And when I date men, when I date date men, not not fucking them, the two separate things. Sure. I am very particular. And you had the number one thing I look for in a man, he has to be a good father. I know you thought it was he has to be good in the bed, but that's really not the number one thing. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll put good. it a close number yeah. two. But he has to be a good father. Period. And when men say I don't have custody of my children, I'm like. See ya. Gone. Gone. Um, red flag. And I've gone out with guys like that. And it just, I just, I can't do that. So I am very conservative in that area. And I know uh, the the shelf life or I know death is knocking on his door and he wants me to, me, me to apologize. And I will never apologize for um, feeling the way I do about that woman. Um, I'm sad that my father is has a short life left to live because of his cancer and i've never really had a relationship with him and i'm really sad about that but um it would be an empty apology anyway because you can't change the way you feel about i can't change the way i feel about her right and i don't even know if they have they know i have a podcast my siblings do and i think they listen so and they had to suffer the brunt of the blow of that woman for years so but hey good news she's a good christian and it is good friday 
That's a good point. Let's point that out. Because yep. if you're going to be a good Christian, I'm a good Christian to everyone except for my husband's children. Fuck them. That's oh, my wait. excuse for drinking right now. It's because it's Good Friday. Yeah, you know, I it's know. It's kind of a holiday. And I would have a drink, but you know, I'm on sabbatical. I know, yeah. I'm going on a week, no alcohol. Went out with all my friends last night, and they're, Wanda, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And I'm well, like, I feel good. I No, I am. And you I really will are. get back to it. I just need to make sure that the alcohol doesn't control me, that I can control it. Right. So anyways, and I feel better, and I don't wake up hungover anymore. It's like when you're pregnant the best part about being pregnant is you never wake up hungover we'll go back and forth then i'll drink for now and then okay once you're done i'll do it i'll do it i'll be done i will be back i just got to get my liver going oh god there goes your pain i know it came out of nowhere i I lost track i'm not supposed to bring it up (laughs) but i had to say those few things i did but i mean that's it i'm done i'm not going to give any more credit to that those people so coming up we are going to be talking about getting busted at dfw airport and the different types of orgasms i'm wanda means Tight. More of One Blunt Woman is coming up. Hi, this is Michelle Williams. I'm a national sales representative for J. Hilburn Men's Custom Clothier. At J. Hilburn, we want to help our customers dress better. We know that they can get a great fitting product at great quality for a great price. If you're wanting to expand your wardrobe or just need help with your day-to-day dress, go to michellewilliams.jhilburn.com. That's michellewilliams.jhilburn.com. Tuned in to One Blood Woman on RNCN. This shit really happens. Welcome back. I am Wanda Means, One Blood Woman. And this is my second segment, and we're going to be talking about This Shit Really Happens to Me. And I've got a couple stories to tell. Um, you know, WWE is coming to Dallas next week. You know what that is, right, Kevin? Of course. I'm a, I'm a red, any red-blooded American male. Okay, WrestleMania, right? Wait, WrestleMania is here this year? Uh-huh. It's a, oh, that's at awesome. Tech Stadium or whatever we call Damn, it now. AT&T. It's that's there, yeah. So it's like starts at a week and a half. So the reason I want to tell this story is because I dated a guy who worked in uh, WrestleMania or for the WWE. He's, he's one of the directors there. And um, we he flies in and out all the time and... So I don't see him much because, you know, of his schedule, because WWE travels Yeah, you got to be all over the place. Right. So one time he came home from London, and we couldn't wait, so we did it at DFW Airport. Nice. How did you pull that off? Well, we were in the back of my Mercedes. Oh, in the car? Okay. Uh-huh. That would have been my guess. Yeah, so we're in the international parking lot, because he had, I believe, had flown in from England or something, and we couldn't wait. I mean, literally, if you can't even wait to get out of the car. Yeah, the that's a good sign. It's bad. So, um, going to town, and I didn't even think that there's cameras everywhere. Yeah, so you, but you did get away with it? No. So, knock, knock, knock on the window. This is what you're talking about, getting busted. Now, okay, I got gotcha. you. Yes. It was the security guard at DFW, and... Luckily, we, we had brought a blanket. But he, but they caught you mid-coitus? I think we were... Do you remember what had, position you were in? I think he was on top, and he had just finished. Oh, okay. And so I wasn't paying attention that, you know, you have we all had this peripheral vision. This is the way guys think, though. Even you. though he got busted, he probably feels good, because he's like, at least I finished. <laughs> I, 
I did not finish. So he's like, joke's on you. Right. So the guy knocks on the window and he gets out of the car. And all I can do is get under the blanket because I am fucking mortified. Right. And he, um, man, really? That's what the guy says, the security <laughs> guard. Really? Like, oh, come on. That could be the I first time he's ever arrested. seen that. Oh, and, he, and he goes, uh, we were just finished. What he meant to say is, I was just finished, not me. Right, right, he right. Was yeah, because, speak for yourself. Yeah, speak for yourself, honey. What about me? Not that I'd want to be completed in the parking lot of DFW. Right. Anyway, so the guy <laughs> completed. I know. The guy, the security guard, drove off, and at that point, every time I go to DFW, I look around for those security uh, cameras, and apparently they're everywhere. So I can only imagine every time I'm walking through DFW, oh my God, there's that woman that we busted. <laughs> Yeah, like we remember her. D. Yep. <laughs> We're going to pat her down. I, know, right? I got some logistical questions, though, just out of curiosity, because it is kind of hard. It's a little tricky to do it in the car. I mean, did you have like a skirt on or something? Or did you have to, because when you when you have to go to all the trouble to like take pants off, it's it's much more risky, I think. I'm I'm not sure. I don't remember what I was wearing, but at, at some point, I guess nothing. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, that was uh, an embarrassing uh, dating story of mine, but we're still friends. But it ends well. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't end up in like some interrogation room for like two hours <laughs> and the like, guy and just took off I don't know I figured you'd at least get a fine nothing nothing what I, I just I just feel like I'm in their security room you know yep. FBI is most wanted you know somewhere on the <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, arrest on site <laughs> this woman's crazy anyway so um my next story is my field trip to the condom sense store that I went to, and I bought myself a new um, toy. I'm showing you a picture. I know you can't see it on the podcast. I love that, though, that your story is about going into condom sense. I told a story on my show last week about my co-host Zach and I going into condom sense. Well, I... Well, but this is something I have, I've never seen before. I don't even get le- how this works. I went to the one on Greenville, and the parking there is right there on Greenville. So, of course, everybody can see your car. And I've got this big, fat right. HP sticker on my car. And, and people know I was say, who you my don't have a vanity is. plate or something, do you? <laughs> no, I don't do vanity. Well, I do. But uh, no, but uh, I might. That's a good idea. I uh, might call it One Blunt Woman. One so, <laughs> this is called the G Vibe, right? Yeah. And it's this V looking thing. Can you see that, Caroline? Yeah. And um, so I tried it out, and. It is a V. It, it splits off into two different directions like a snake's tongue. It hits the uh, Grafenberg spot. Oh. Do you know who Grafenberg is? No. Is that where the G comes from? That's where the G comes from. No shit. He was a scientist from the 20s who discovered it as if women haven't discovered their G spot. I mean, but it took a man it took a man to discover it, really. Anyways, so That's badass. I feel like I'm now the only living man on the planet who knows what the G stands for in G spot. Ernst Nobody Grafenberg knows that. <laughs> discovered Grafenberg. it. I know. What was he? He was a gynecologist, apparently, and he found the G spot. And you know where the G spot it's on the anterior wall of your vagina. That's what I've heard. Yeah, okay. So and actually since you're a guy and we're gonna get into the orgasm thing later, right. um, it feels different than the rest of the lining of your vagina. Really? It does. It's like a completely different sensation. It's a, well, no, it feels different to the touch. Weird. So, but, and a G spot orgasm is different than a clitoral orgasm, really? which I will talk about. All right, but all right, I'm just right, saying, Doctor Grafenberg, Doctor Grafenberg, is the G man. Yeah. That's why it's called the G spot. <laughs> Listen, you get history. Le- Remember, I gave the John Hancock lesson. That's I right. Mean, you get history lessons in this podcast fairly frequently. Okay, so do you know? Okay, so back to. Um, 
my condom sense. So the woman in there, okay, there was a hot guy in there. And of course I went up to him. That might be a great place to pick up men. Is it the condom sense store? Yeah, it could be. They're obviously very open-minded, comfortable yes. with themselves. But he could have been gay because the area of the store he was in, I'm guessing, I thought he worked there. I was hoping that he worked there and I could hit on him. But I wonder what that means. Uh, you go into some places and you can tell that like, their clothing, maybe they're dressed similar to other people that work there or something. But how do you tell if a guy might work at Condom well, Sense? Well, you like, can't What about him suggests wear... that he might work there? <laughs> because the woman that was working there, I call her a woman loosely because I'm not sure, right. um, had no personality. My phone rings in the middle of the transaction and it's my daughter. Hey, mom, I need my phone. Um, Lizzie, um, I'm busy. Let me call you right back. And I jokingly tell the clerk, oh, I'm busy buying a vibrator. That's an awkward thing to say to your daughter. Daughter. she doesn't even flinch i'm like that's fucking funny not even a chuckle i mean come on yeah i mean what you am take I gonna... your shit too seriously if you can't laugh at that yeah i know and so she doesn't even so i asked her when i was buying this i said have you used this g vibe and she goes nope and i'm thinking she must be thinking listen lady Everyone that comes in here asks me if I use all this shit. And I don't, okay? Clearly, because I'm such an anal bitch that, and I have no personality. I don't even know why I'm in sales. Oh, because it's the only person they could hire. I don't think that's wrong to ask at all, though. It'd be like going to Best Buy well, and being like, have you used the MacBook Air? Or, you know? Like, well, and the problem with condom sense, I find, is that it's slimy, it's disgusting. It's, I, it's, it's not a pleasant experience. And that's probably why. And, Women my age want to go into a nice lingerie store and be shown where the really good stuff is and feel comfortable there. And why don't you give me a glass of wine? Like you, when you go get a pedicure, they offer you a glass of wine. Right. Well, offer me some wine. Make me feel at home. Help me buy the best toy for me because it's a very personal experience. Very personal. And I didn't get that vibe at Condom Sense. I, we need to open a store in Dallas or we can go and it's a comfortable a luxurious experience where I'm going to go in and spend a thousand dollars. Yes, because you retreated. You know, you can uh, stepping outside the box, even just asking. I mean, and most women, as it is, are uncomfortable talking about sex and masturbating. And you're going to go into a place that, where you feel like it's slimy, and all the prostitutes go in there. I don't. I mean, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. So I want a bricks and mortar place that I can go to that I can feel comfortable and like I'm getting a massage. That's what I want. So. I think we're about to run out of time. I know we're almost out of time, but I wanted to ask, did you use this thing? Oh, yeah, I used it Is yesterday. it cool? Oh, because the V thing, it hits your G and the your anterior and your posterior. And, sorry, that's too So it was a good experience. Thing. It I was mean, a great experience. You got what you, that's awesome. I did, I did. I felt a little slimy buying it, but, I mean, we need to find a place where women can go to where they don't feel so uncomfortable buying these damn things, which they're awesome, by the way. I totally recommend this G-Vibe. Okay, so we've got a few seconds left before my next segment. So coming up, I'm going to be talking about the eight different kinds of orgasms, and the guys only get one. Sorry, guys. I'm Wanda Means, one blunt woman. Don't move. More of One Blunt Woman with Wanda Means is next on RNCN. Just one call or one click is all it takes to get the free diabetes information you need. One call. One click. Just call 1-888-693-NDEP or click www.yourdiabetesinfo.org. The National Diabetes Education Program, your source for free diabetes information. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. 
You're tuned in to One Blood Woman on RNCN. Welcome back. I'm Wanda Means. I'm One Blunt Woman. This is the third segment of my show. And today, I am going to talk about the many kinds of orgasms. And I know you're excited about that, Kevin. I am. Because men have won it. (laughs) That's it. All my research on male orgasm, because I I thought I'd be fair and do male and female. I couldn't find shit on men, except for how to please it how to enhance it how to make it feel better like it's it, it, singular. It, it, one it. thing one thing so men just stick it in a hole and they're fine but women no we have multiple erogenous zones so i'm gonna go over them i want you to tell me if what you think and if you've helped participate in these orgasms and i have right. and i will admit i have not had all of these orgasms i've had quite a few of them but i have not experienced all of them you so haven't covered the whole spectrum i haven't so like the first one is the nipple orgasm that's a real thing? That's a real thing. It's an erogenous zone. And they say women with smaller boobs are more sensitive. Well, yeah, I know it's See, an erogenous zone, but... my boobs are tiny, so they're very sensitive. A woman can finish from just the nips? Or yes, does, does there have, have to be an orga- and I know vaginal this is interaction, weird. too. When women, when I breastfed, yeah. it's still, you are still stimulated. And it's kind of weird. But it's normal. But there is such stimulation there that, yes... Okay, so what you're saying that when you're breastfeeding during that time period that your nips are more sensi- way more well, sensitive? Oh, well, no, I'm just saying that it just pr- if you don't think that you're sensitive in your nipples when you breastfeed your children. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Okay, it's, okay. It's an erogenous. You're I'm no, not it, saying you're getting off while breastfeeding. I'm it just makes saying sense it's to a me. sensitive yeah. zone. That's all I'm I saying. I have sensitive nips, but I mean, I didn't know that And so when a baby's sucking on you, oh my god, for years. Um, Hold on, Sarah's like dying to say something. Go, <laughs> okay, go, go so now I'm done. This is Sarah. So when you were breastfeeding, did you Sarah, want talk closer. to... Oh, I'm sorry. There you go. Um, did you ever want to have sex where he, your husband or would be touching you? Because then you would squirt him breast milk in the oh eye. Oh my God. Okay, oh I've God. done that, Sarah. <laughs> I got did he ever so pissed at him. breast milk? The, that, I'm yes, sure that happened. Yes. I, we were laying in bed and my boobs were so engorged. Oh and my I'm like, God. And you just have to let it out. And so I just squeezed it and I had such good aim. It went over and hit him in the bed. And he goes, oh, Wanda, I can't believe you just did that. I think men are very curious creatures, so I'm sure he wanted to taste it. No! Oh! Well, he did not. <laughs> he, he was not that curious. Not that but curious. But he had no choice because I squirted him in the face with my milk. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wanda gave a guy a facial. I did. So, we, we could do a whole thing on breastfeeding, but this is not about breastfeeding. I'm just saying your nipples are an erogenous zone on your body. Who knew that the nipple orgasm would spin into this? I mean... Okay, Okay, regard, it's not about babies, it's about your nipples. Got it, got it. That's my fault. I okay. took that detour. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, there's the clitoral orgasm. That's a 20 to 30 second short blast. I and get that's that one. Usually just, and a lot of women, um, that's the type of orgasm that they have. So when a man goes down on you or yeah. use your fingers, it's not a deep orgasm, but a lot of women have, most women have experienced that orgasm. So, and Freud... I don't know if you know anything about Freud, but... What does Freud know about orgasms? He said that the female orgasm, the clitoral orgasm, was the immature orgasm. Oh, that's for the novices. Yes, that and that was bad. He said the good orgasm was the vaginal, and that thus had to be given by men. That's where the pros come in. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know what, Kevin? I go back and I listen to our podcast, and I I, I never hear what you say until afterwards, yeah. and I just heard that. 
that. I have to respond to that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Usually I just blow you off and go on to what I'm thinking about, yeah. but I'm going to come back. I'm going to talk about, no, it's not about the men, okay? Because women don't need men to have vaginal orgasms, just so you know. And this is, okay. So, okay I, thought, I thought Freud says that's the real deal. So have you seen Masters of Sex? Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Masters of Sex, have you seen the show? No, I have it's not It's on yet. Showtime. Okay, so it's about William Masters and Virginia Johnson. Back in the 50s and 60s, they did all this research. They wrote this book, The Human um, Sexual Response book in 1966 and along with the sexual revelation or revolution wait i i had a sexual revelation this is the sexual revolution there's a difference you know all right so and they dispelled freud so in other words the the man doesn't need to be there for the woman to have an orgasm and for it to be good which is so ridiculous although i will say a vaginal orgasm is much deeper than a clitoral is that orgasm. better well no there are different types and then there's there's the anal orgasm Right and I, gay men. I guess there are them. two types I don't know for how guys. Then, well, I guess. Yeah, that's true. It's it's, you, it's a very different sensation. Yeah, for the anal orgasm versus the vaginal versus the clitoral, and there's also a y- urinary orgasm. That's when you have an orgasm peeing on somebody. Oh, okay. So uh, I I, a- I asked my <laughs> fuck buddy if he would be okay with that. He said, no, I'll no. pass. I'm, yeah. Really? You're not going to let me try all eight of these orgasms? He should be a little more open-minded. However, the throat orgasm, that's another orgasm. You know you can have an orgasm in your throat. No, I did not know So that. I suppose if you're gay... You could have that too. A guy could have that too. In theory. In theory. I'm not a doctor or anything, but I think logic would suggest that that's a possibility. Okay, so there's the throat orgasm. So that's my fifth orgasm I think I've talked about. So the throat orgasm, I asked my friend who I'm having sex with currently if he would um, give me a throat orgasm. He goes, I don't believe that, but hey, who am I to say no if you want to go down on me? How, how does he give you a throat orgasm exactly? Well, they're saying the pulsating in the back of your throat can lead you to have an orgasm. Like if you're going down on a Like dude? if you're going down on a guy. Okay. Yes. Does he you, have to do anything there or can he just be no, still and, like, and all you facilitate you, it? And you facilitate it. Gotcha. Because a lot of women don't like to get blowjobs. And yeah. I will tell you, you should get blowjobs because it's, it, it's, it's very erogenous and it's, for me, it's about control. Yep, I, I, it definitely makes so sense. So if you are into control and a lot of, pe- a lot of sex is in the mind... So, and if you're controlling things, you control your mind, you control what's going on, you can control the outcome. So that's why women who like to get blowjobs, because I'm a giver and a receiver, so I'll do both. So, I, I definitely but, dated a girl, I swear that like, that was her thing, like she felt that was like her way to dominate me somehow. Right, and it is. I mean, because like, look at Lorena Bobbitt. Didn't yeah. she bite it off? I mean, <laughs> she was in control of that moment. I love getting dominated. There now. have okay. been times when I wanted to bite off someone's but I haven't. I'm just saying I have the control to do it. Okay, so, oh, okay. So there's the G-spot orgasm, the Grafenberg spot orgasm. That's got to be like the holy grail of orgasms, It right? is the holy grail of orgasms. It's deep. It's sometimes I have cried after having an orgasm because you go so deep into your emotional psyche that it can produce tears, and they're not sad. They are just deep thought subconscious tears and they just come out and you just can't help it and i've talked to another girlfriend of mine who has had who has cried after an orgasm so that's not necessarily tears of sadness or tears of joy it's just like a deluge of emotions it's kind a huge, of overflowing it's, it's a luge, at right once. it's a deluge of emotions okay 
Caroline, have you ever cried after an orgasm? Oh yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so you can by relate. Myself, never with anyone else. Only by myself. I totally agree. So, because you are so deep into your own subconscious. Okay, I think I've hit all the different types of orgasms. Oh, there's the cervical uterine orgasm, and that's the most profound, meaningful. The that hell? could be. I know that one's <laughs> that one's confusing to me because I think it's somewhere between a G spot and a. Uh, uh, cervical is that because they're both so profound they're both so deep gotcha okay and then the other thing we talked about the anal which I've had so I, I've enjoyed many of these types of orgasms my goal is to have a throat one I'm gonna work on the that throat one. one's nuts okay I so really hope you pull that off and can come I in will, and talk I about will it talk about it so then the last thing I want to talk about was squirting I admit I'm a squirter they say between 6% and 60% of women can squirt. Damn it. I wanted. I have so many questions on this. I wish we okay. could do a whole segment on we squirting. We can do a whole segment on squirting, but not all women can do it. And even if you go to a specialist, this woman, Deborah Sundahl, she's a leading expert in a female ejaculation, although squirting really is an ejaculation. Some people believe that squirting is urine. But it is like projectile, right? It is projectile, but it is, it's the, it's the lining of your vaginal walls. It comes from your... It comes from your um, skein gland, and it works like a prostate, but not all, and it has to be located in the right place. It's next to the G-spot, and that's what creates the vaginal fluid that comes out of you. So women, in a way, somewhat have a, a prostate. This is fascinating. It's fascinating in the research that I've done. And you asked me earlier if I had any guests on today. And the people that I wanted on, well, they're dead. But believe me, they what they have done in the discovery of the female orgasm and anatomy and masturbating and sexual and your root chakra, because we could talk about the seven chakras, which at some point I do want to talk about. We can get so deep into this. It's fascinating. I wanted them on. We never have enough time. We never have enough time. But... Squirting is a clear color and ejaculation because some females do ejaculate, and that's whitish, like semen. Right. So it all depends on who you are as a woman. And because I am so sexually prolific, I have been able to um, uh, show things in my body and experience things in my body because of my willingness to be open. And so that's really what it's all about is your willingness to be open, your willingness to experience these, thing, these things. So that's why I've, I enjoy myself as a woman. I enjoy discovering this. And I know we've gone over today. So we have to wrap up our ninth episode. But be sure and check me out on my Facebook page, One Blunt Woman, and my blog, JesusDivorceAndOver40.com. More stories coming up about sex and dating in your 40s. And don't forget, from tremendous pain comes an incredible amount of strength. I'm Wanda Means, and you're listening to One Blunt Woman. For more information on Wanda Means, One Blunt Woman podcast, follow us on Facebook at Wanda Means, One Blunt Woman, and visit us on our website, JesusDivorceAndOver40.com.